0: Jeff Krupp. Hey, good morning, everybody. I
1: uh, hope you had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I did. And I hope you did also. Very important day. And I want to, um, before I get into today's topics, I just wanted to say something about uh, the the Federalist piece that I put up on the uh show plan and it it was this article about how memorial day is actually rooted in forgiveness in christianity and it gives a an example of that actually many examples of it and i thought that that was profound and it, it is a a piece of yesterday's puzzle that i did not Um, equate with with what's going on. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the changing of America and our culture and our society from the greatness of human nature that has made this country, that changing is sadly All too evident before our very eyes. Not only all too evident before our very eyes, but frankly, it is because we, the people, have let it happen. We can't let it happen if we want to preserve our liberty. We're going to talk with State Senator Dennis Linthicum today at the bottom of the hour. He has a new newsletter out called Irreversible Harm. I want to read a couple of quotes from it and then a few emails and several other things that are happening today that are important for you to be aware of so that you can change your world. That's the entire reason that I do this radio show, as you know. So talk about political issues that matter in your life, but talk about them in a way that gives you thoughts and phrases and questions which are thought-provoking, which do maybe create those opportunities for those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Listen to this from Dennis Linthicum's letter. Quote, The Democrat majority has craftily constructed a one-way tunnel, talking about House Bill 2002, to sterility for the typical minor-aged child whom you innocently sent to a government school. With House Bill 2002, the state has started on a legal adventure we can ill afford. The lifetime regime of drugs, medical interventions, and irreversible medical harm is an affront to the principles of sound medicine. The entire House Bill 2002 charade needlessly destroys the most precious relationships within a family unit without any legal justification or warrant. Therefore, I will continue to stand against these unconstitutional, unlawful, and uncompromising attempts to seize power from parents, businesses, and individuals while simultaneously raiding their pocketbooks to fund a deeply rooted monopoly of health care providers. The key phrase I want you to take away from this newsletter is something you can use to have that conversation. Let me say it again. Listen, quote, the entire House Bill 2002 charade needlessly destroys the most precious relationships within a family unit without any legal justification or warrant, unquote. That's the phrase you can use. It most needlessly destroys this bill the most precious relationships within a family unit without any legal justification or warrant. I'm gonna start a conversation with somebody about this, make that statement or ask that question. Do you think House Bill 2002 could destroy the most precious relationship between a parent and their child? at any age and it doesn't have any legal justification to it powerful we'll get into that and we'll talk about other things 503-589-1220 is the power of buick gmc talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news by the way if you had any conversations as I had asked you to do, would love to hear about it. Conversations in which this issue of the Republican law walkout in the Senate came about. Freddie, I'll get to you in a moment here. Did you have those conversations? What were the outcomes? James Jim writes an emails about fly over the over of the F 15s. I took my Sally to the park on Belvedere Northwest and watched from a safe distance. Laugh out loud. It's always exciting to see military aircraft in action. On an unrelated subject, I read about Cole selling LGBTQ themed baby clothes. These companies are demonstrated. Not demonstrated, demonstrated, yeah. That's right. And that leads me to another powerful story. Folks, the boycotts are working. Boycotting Bud Light. Boycotting Target. And now, maybe Kohl's. But the left and the LBTQ activists are not taking it lying down. They are calling for new campaigns as of yesterday to warn corporate leaders not to listen to us while chastening those who relent, those companies who have relented in the face of public pressure. Now, why would, why would so many companies all of a sudden begin rethinking their strategy? I'll tell you why Have you seen how Bud Light and anheuser Bush's stock Has plummeted Have you seen Target's stock Plummeting Did you see The Black Rappers Video We played it this morning The Black Rappers Video well at least they played it on fox business going after target for their lgbtq satanic and it is if you've seen that little video of all the the just a compilation of photos from target of their satanic children's clothing lgbtq this rapper went after them now how do they how does the LG you want to talk about divide and conquer how does the lgbtq crowd go after a black rapper when everything is racist today i mean it's brilliant on the part of the black rapper but here's the question do boycotts work well if you look at the tiny percentage and this is a and tiny percentage. This this point was made on Fox Business by Liz Peek. She's a rhino Republican uh, economist who writes for the Wall Street Journal and other places. She was on Fox Business this morning. She said, recent survey said about 1% of American households had any connection to LGBTQ, homosexual, transgenderism. 1%. Why are we doing this for 1%? because they're loud and they filled up the boardrooms, the media companies, social media, we are standing up. Should we boycott more people? That's the question, more companies that don't listen to us. Should we? Is that not the power of the purse that we have? I think it is. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning and um, I hope you had a reflective memorial day celebration as you remember many of your friends who never came home
2: uh, i did jeff i uh i i certainly did i i uh, posted some stuff i went and visited the uh, parents of uh, one of our fallen uh, war officers whose body is still in in, uh, in vietnam and there's a there's a Vietnam medal and in with his parents and so I go pay my respects to that every year and then make sure I post it so all the rest of the commentary see that. But I was talking to my priest on Sunday and he was talking to the young lady who does the analysis on issues that these uh, Democrats are using in this House Bill 2002 and she says that they're manipulating that it, that information to make it um, You know seem like it's the right thing To do and she said It's evil That's the word that she used It's evil what they're doing To twist this information
1: That's pretty powerful well, is. from the person Doing it, that But what's You know what I find good about that is that Now that's happening And now your your priest is aware of it Yeah, That's good That's good. And it needs... It's having an impact. You know, this thing's having
2: an impact. And, um, uh, you know, I just hope we get this thing collapsed and, uh, and use it as a campaign against these Democrats because of the evil that they're trying to put on all of us here in Oregon, both Republicans, Democrats, independents, and the whole thing. These folks folks are activists.
1: They're not representatives. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. The people serving in the Oregon legislature in the party that is in control, the Democrat Party, are activists. They're not legislators, folks. They are determined, come hell or high water, that they're going to enact their radical leftist agenda. And you know who started that? Barack Hussein Obama. That's who started that. Freddie, thank you. I appreciate that. Folks, Gateway Pundit has several stories. I'm just going to quickly read you the headlines. Disneyland hires a man dressed in a dress to greet little girls at a Bibidi babibi, babidi Boutique. And there's more. Disneyland. How about Lululemon? How about more of Target nonsense? Back in a moment. Six points.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We're back. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Anne Marie writes the Texas, most needlessly destroys. From the Dennis Linthicum Newsletter. We're going to talk with Senator Linthicum here at the bottom of the hour, as we're going to do every Tuesday, at least until now, in the end of the legislative session. She continues saying, I've decided to insert the word evil every single time I speak about these issues from here forward. Thanks, Freddie. So there you go. Freddie, you got to thank you. Another... Um, thing that I want to do to say thank you is to Power Honda for being one of our great sponsors on this radio show. Not just just radio station, but this show specifically. They have a great selection if you go to their website of new Hondas that you can find. Color, all, uh, you know, all of the amenities, the things you want in a new Honda vehicle and their vast majority of or vast selection, I should say, of Honda vehicles. It's all at mypowerhonda.com. That's the website. MyPowerHonda.com. I've got over 1,100 vehicles there to choose from. MyPowerHonda.com, including some great pre-owned, certified Honda and other brands of vehicles. MyPowerHonda.com. So, let me... uh, continue, the Gateway Pundit has, so not only is Disneyland, you would expect them. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to advocate anybody go spend any money with anything having to do with Disney. Disney Plus, going to Disneyland, Disney World, no thank you. Let's hit them, because boycotts work, folks. And they work because of Most Americans think the way we do. They don't like this transgender nonsense. They don't like grown men going into bathrooms with little girls. Target, by the way, was one of the first to do that. Well, there's a story about Target whose stock is plummeting, which is the result of a boycott. And when you get these memes like the black guy doing the rap video, which by the way, apparently has climbed to the chart, top of the charts, folks, top. What does that tell you? You know what it tells me? Not only did it hit a nerve and resonate with people, but it's deeper than that. It tells me that there is a sentiment Out there in America that is untapped by us, the conservatives. This is why I preach what I preach to you. About how you influence and persuade other people. Because they're out there, folks. You see, it just isn't conservatives that are driving that thing to the top of the church. This rap video which the LBTQ crowd can't. Oh, they'll try, but at great risk to their ability to influence, they cannot come against this black rapper. They'll be accused of being racist. It's called divide and conquer, folks, and it works. So if Bud Light and Heiser Bush saw their stock crash, if Target has seen their stock crash. And it has, folks. By the way, this story in the Gateway pointed: the Target Vice President of Brand Management is a board member of Gleason, G-L-S-E-N, a radical LGBTQ group that promotes grooming, pornography, and filth in the classrooms. Is it any wonder why Target's done what they have? Oh, and it gets worse. It's not just Target, folks. Now it's Disneyland, right? Well, how about this? Lululemon. Some of you out there may love their workout clothing for, you know, primarily for women. Listen to this. A Chicago Pride event is going to feature drag dress up and makeovers for children. Sponsored by Lululemon. Friends, boycotts work because the bottom line in a capitalist society is the bottom line. Get it? When we boycott through social media and other things, going around the liberal mainstream media, going around the censors, when we put together videos about things that really, truly resonate with people, we win. Now, can you imagine what would happen if we did this with elections? Huh? Yeah. Powerful memes for elections. Margot is a friend of mine, an activist out of Portland, sent a text message, and she sent it to me about elections and ballot harvesting. Scott Pressler was in town, gave a great strategic talk to the Multnomah County Republican Party, which, as you know, is hugely in the minority, about how to do voter registration drives and how to take over Twitter to put pressure on the legislatures, on the Democrats. And what she does, she excoriates Republican leaders, now, in this case, specifically in Multnomah County. Because if you think about it, the missed opportunity. They didn't run anybody for the Molt for the certain school board, Portland Public School. But yet the only two measures on the ballots were tax measures, and they went down by eighty-two percent. What a missed opportunity. Back to Malma with state senators. Are just
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We are back. It is 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you on the uh, post-Memorial Day weekend. It's a beautiful early summer day. Hope You had a marvelous day remembering the great sacrifice of Americans who served in the military and have died during that service, whether it's in combat or non-combat, deeply appreciate each and every one of them. Someone else we appreciate is State Senator Dennis Linthicum who has um, not shrank back in any way, friends, from his commitment to the fight for liberty he has a news, new newsletter out, by the way, which has some very interesting. Again, it highlights the actual language of House Bill 2002 and how bad it is and what it does. The reason that I say that to you, because that's your opportunity to get his newsletter. I'll have it on the show plan today. You can, you can link to it and share it with someone else. We have to continue to get the word out about all of this. By the way, I'm watching Fox Business, and there's the boycott Target, (laughs) Uh, that rap video by the Black Rapper. Oh, boy. Yikes. Joining us right now uh, is State Senator Dennis Lithicum. Senator, thank you for joining us today. Hope you had a marvelous Memorial Day weekend.
3: You bet. It's always uh, fun to give you a call in the early morning and, uh, see what you have on your mind. And I, uh, I appreciate your reference to the federalist article. What that article does is point out this concept that it was decoration day back then. And, um, and it has long been decoration day, but as uh, the United States got involved in more and more, and more wars, instead of just celebrating or uh remembering those who died during the civil war which is one of the deadliest wars we've ever experienced uh they wanted to include all of those other uh skirmishes wars and battles and so um the name changed to just memorial day but decoration day was about decorating quote unquote with flowers and bouquets the grades of soldiers from both the Confederate Army and the Union Army. And so it really was based in this Christian principle of forgiveness in foregoing um, the the ongoing hatred and crime of of historic battles. What we face today is that never letting go of ancient history, never letting go of old history, never letting go of two year ago history, and keeping that at the forefront to divide the American population.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly, I made my point earlier that this incredible division uh, that accelerated, I, I think beyond what anybody thought would happen, all started under Barack Obama. And this is his adherence to the communist viewpoint that I think is ultimately his viewpoint, his adherence to the tactics of Rules for Radicals and by Saul Alinsky. And you see it absolutely coming into place today. And of course, we have the LGBTQ crowd now demanding that these corporations that are pulling back, like Target and Anheuser-Busch from their Bud Light, are pulling back from these radical leftist um, ideas about LGBTQ. They're pulling back from it because we the people have stood up and they've seen their stock values plummet and the lgbtq crowd is going crazy and they're not going down without a fight now let me ask you your your newsletter by the way and folks you can you can go to to the oregon senate webpage find senator linthicum under republicans and you can sign up to receive his newsletter in this newsletter You talk about something powerful. In fact, I quoted from it earlier in the show, and it is about how this, this bill destroys the most precious and important relationships within a family. That ultimately has to be the justification for what you're doing in saying no, I'm not coming back in if you're going to try to pass something like this because I'm not going to stand for something like that. Kudos to you.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and and that's where I've I've always been on that side of the fence. The um the the, the cultural Marxists, the communists, the what progressives, whatever you want to call them, I refer to them as destructionists because destroy existing culture and society, they don't tell us what they're going to resurrect that with, or what they're going to put in its stead, or what they're going to replace it with. And because they just want to destroy the existing system and dream that socialism, communism, some kind of new world order can replace the beauty and prosperity that comes from our American free markets, which is built quite frankly on family, family businesses, small family farms, um, the ability to move about in a free society and negotiate in, um, in what you purchase and what you refuse to purchase. This is the beauty of what we have going on here in the United States. And I think a lot of young people don't get it the national report card shows that 40% of eighth grades, uh, 40% of eighth graders lack a basic understanding of us history because they're being taught these Marxist ideologies and these gender ideologies were, which are outside the norm. They're beyond the pale, quite frankly, but they're outside the norm.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. Now, One of the great accusations that has stuck in times past is the phrase that the unions are using against you senators for walking out. And it's called do your job. It was a great um, Hasso Herring editorial or opinion piece. He's the former editor of the Albany Democrat Herald. When I served in the legislature, Dennis, he was he's very much a moderate middle of the road. But he says, and in in this opinion piece, he writes, makes a very compelling case about why you are doing your job by not allowing bad bills to become law. Now, I gotta ask you a question. Is there any polling being done that you're aware of on our side? I'm sure the left is polling the effectiveness of all these phrases. Is there any polling being done on our side about the walkout?
3: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. We we have talked about polling and Senate leader, to the Republican caucus leader uh, has, you know, kind of polling on the agenda. Right now, uh, the anecdotal evidence that I provide is my inbox. Um, People feel free to um, berate me or praise me as they wish, especially in response to my newsletters and whatever. And so um, I see more and more, uh, I I see, you know, awe-inspiring support. People are thrilled to death that Republicans stood up and said, no, thanks. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's certainly it's anecdotal and it comes probably I have a lot of readers that are outside of my district when I get out on a radio show like yours. Of course, there's a lot of people out there who are familiar with my thoughts on on these subjects. And uh, so I get support from them as well. I get support from Democrats. We're seeing support all over the fence because people realize that government was originally created to protect the lives, liberty, and uh, what we call happiness and the just pursuits of individuals um, operating in a free society. And that's what is getting taken away measure by measure, regulation by regulation, law by law. The Democrats love the big government model where they run your life. And quite frankly, people are tired of it.
1: Yeah, they seem to be at least um, people that are beginning, are waking up and that's the the best thing. Senator, can I hold you through the break because I want you to address something you make uh, in your, the point you make in your newsletter about how House Bill 2002 has a universal get out of jail free card to certain things done by medical professionals and the contradiction that that creates. So we're gonna talk with Senator Linthicum about that when we come back from the break. Julie writes an email about boycotts, the most efficient means of hitting a public. We held companies selling the stock, reducing operating capital. Voting on board members is another means of hitting a company. And if you're a stockholder, you get to go to their meeting and vote on board members. Boycotts are direct but less efficient means of showing displeasure. Julie, thanks. Back in a moment with some important points that Senator Linthicum makes in his latest newsletter. Back in a moment at 648.
0: Jeff, now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
1: car. We are back in a moment. We'll uh, rejoin our conversation with Senator Dennis Linthicum with an important point you need to know and you need to hear it from his latest. Newsletter. Freedom Heating and Air, folks, can keep you cool if your air conditioning system hasn't been. In fact, yesterday we hit just about 80 degrees. Give them a call. They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you right away. It's very easy. You just pick up the phone and dial 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedom Heating and Air. Senator... Uh, you You make a profound point that I was largely unaware of, even though I could kind of had skipped over the language. I guess I just skipped over this part of House Bill two thousand and two. It's about that boards can't suspend or revoke a person's license to practice, even if they had been convicted prior or had license suspension or renovation revocation. Why? Why did the Democrats put this in? House Bill 2002.
3: Yeah, it's easy to miss because it occurs in so many different locations uh, across all the various boards that are in Oregon. I list them all out and uh, I, I should have counted them. There must be 10 or 11 uh, different uh, practices that get regulated by boards. And the real danger here is the same thing we saw with COVID where lawmakers who know nothing at all, absolutely zip nada about healthcare are forcing uh, healthcare providers to march to their tune. And so whenever you have legislation that says the practice board can't do this or the practice board must do that, you're all of a sudden on thin ice, but this is what the COVID lockdowns um, created. They created this rule by us where we're the key guys who understand health and human services better than anybody else, and we can't make a mistake. And yet clearly all of the COVID lockdowns were a mistake. It was uh, uh, irreversible harm in the COVID area, and this is irreversible harm in this area. What we have is because of a conviction and then they like to pretend that the conviction if it was during a gender affirming procedure or during healthcare procedure that has been outlawed for example nebraska or tennessee then if you got convicted over there and you were doing quote the right thing the higher moral ground argument then all of a sudden you're, you're good with us, come on to uh, Oregon and we'll give you licensure here in our state. Th- this is an affront to all lie abiding people everywhere and the legislature has no business in this arena.
1: You're absolutely right. Senator, thank you so much for taking the time to come and join us again today. We look forward to these conversations with you uh, every Tuesday, at least through the end of the le- legislative session and perhaps beyond friends. If I will have his latest newsletter up on the show plan at kslm.news under our podcast page and on our political coffee clatch telegram page. At the bottom, you can go to his website and you can sign up to get the newsletter also. And I want to really encourage you to do that. Senator, thank you so much for standing firm, not giving in. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you next week.
3: You bet. Thank you so much. And we'll see you then. Have a great week and blessings to your listeners.
1: Thank you. State Senator Dennis Lithicum. Uh, emails. Doug writes an email about House Bill 2002. Said nothing sharpens the mind like public hangings, Jeff. <laughs> House Bill 2002. Yays and nays will go on the public record for which legislator could be targeted on a hypothetical groomer watch list. Criminally insane power structures don't get voted out. They get run out of town. Just because the administrative fascists aren't wearing swastikas doesn't mean they aren't Nazis. Hmm. You know, I don't think I can argue with him about that, especially given what Senator Linthicum just points out about how you can be a medical professional. Who has been convicted or had your license suspended or revocated and you come to Oregon and you can do what you want now it's one thing as he points out that that might have been done in a state that has passed a law saying you can't do this kind of garbage on our kids but it's another thing what if that doctor repeatedly was incompetent had harmed and damaged people in other states not just kids but other adults had been convicted of things and they come to oregon Mm, that's not a good thing why would the state of oregon say yeah come here and keep making your damaging mistakes or demonstrating your incompetence or your evil, welcome into Oregon. I don't know. That seems to be the administrative fascists. Even though they're not wearing swastikas, doesn't mean they're not Nazis. You know, maybe, maybe Doug has a point. Michael writes an email about the Constitution. He writes, the Constitution states that any power not granted to the government or Congress within the Constitution is therefore reserved for the people and are given back to the people. My question is, how can Congress enact all these rules and regulations that have they have absolutely no power for? I feel that if the Constitution doesn't give Congress the power to regulate our lives, then they have no business meddling in our lives. I did pretty good on my government class and maybe I'm misrepresenting the Constitution. You're not. This is why Donald Trump's legacy will live on for decades, I say, in the federal courts and on the Supreme Court of the United States because of who he put there. Because I think the majority of, the current conservative majority of the US Supreme Court agrees with you, Michael. That the Constitution does not give even Congress, certainly the administrative state, but the Congress, the ability to enact certain rules and regulations. And it's happening before our very eyes. The Patriot Act, the fact that your data, every word I am speaking now, the Senator Linthicum just spoke, every email, every text message, all of it. Is being unconstitutionally cataloged and retained by the by the NSA in these massive server farms across America. It's not been challenged, church. and the U.S. Supreme Court needs to rule it unconstitutional without a warrant. But it's happening for every one of us. Yeah, that's why we keep fighting, friends. Keep praying. This prayer works, too. Probably the most important thing. First, second, keep fighting. See you tomorrow.